This is Movies First with Alex First. I can just hear some patrons' inevitable reaction to this Butte Aussie charmer. Namely, they don't make movies like that anymore. Well, it's certainly not the norm, but this lovingly detailed work from director Bruce Beresford, the man responsible for Breaker Morant, proves that on occasions they do. As 1959 and the restless post-war boom decade draws to a close, shy Lisa Miles, Angry Rice, at the age of 16, takes a summer job at the Grand Sydney Department Store Goods while awaiting the results of her final school exams. It's there that she meets the ladies in black of the fifth floor, so named because the women serving are all dressed in elegant black. There's Faye Baines, Rachel Taylor, and Patty Williams, Alison McGurr, who work in the cocktail dress department, and the sophisticated foreigner Magda, Julia Ormond, who manages the one-off pieces in the high fashion boutique. Lisa is initially entrusted to Faye and Patty, and the awkward slip of a thing who wears clothes made by her mother, played by Susie Porter, is treated with casual disdain. Slowly but surely, though, Lisa begins to reveal her intelligence and quiet self-belief to the women in Ladies' Cocktail, as well as to Miss Cartwright, Noni Hazelhurst, the exacting but highly capable fashion department floor supervisor. Lisa's great potential is most recognised, however, by Magda, who escaped her native Slovenia in the political maelstrom following World War II. She landed in an Australian refugee camp, where she met her dashing Hungarian husband Stefan, Vincent Perez, and where she reorientated herself to this strange new place. Her tenacity and style and her stories about working in fashion in Paris before the war landed her an enviable position at Goods. Lisa's goal is to attend the University of Sydney if she can convince her stubborn father, played by Shane Jacobson, to sign her scholarship application. Mr Miles sees no point whatsoever in higher education, especially not for women. Lisa wants to be a poet or an actress, and Magda recognises a fellow creative spirit in the girl. Magda begins to teach Lisa about style, introducing her to European culture. As Lisa grows from a young girl into a self-assured and positive young woman, she herself becomes a catalyst for change in the lives of the ladies in black. Faye, disillusioned by Australian men, is introduced to the classic novel Anna Karenina and to a debonair Hungarian, Rudy, played by Ryan Kaur, opening a door to her own self-awareness. Patty finds a way to embrace her physicality and reignite the passion with her distant husband, Frank, Luke Pegler. Set in the moments before the impact of migration and the rise of women's liberation that'll change Australia forever, Ladies in Black takes us back to a gentler time. The Women in Black, published in 1993, was the first novel written by Madeline St John, who had attended the University of Sydney alongside two-time Academy Award-nominated film director Bruce Beresford. One day in 1994, Beresford was lunching with Clive James in London, who'd also studied at the University of Sydney, when the writer recommended St John's book to the director as one of the most engaging novels that he'd ever read. James said that of all the people they knew at university, St John was the most brilliant. While she went to England when she was in her 20s, she didn't write the book until she was in her 50s. 
Beresford immediately bought a copy and then contacted St John, who was still living in London, and told her he wanted to make a film out of it. It took 24 years to do. Beresford writing the script with one of the producers, Sue Millican. You're listening to Movies First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Ladies in Black was filmed in and around Sydney with exterior locations calling for city and suburban streets, Hyde Park and the Blue Mountains, as well as many interior locations. There's a King's Cross nightclub, a cafe, a harbourside apartment, several suburban homes and even the famous department store upon which the book is said to be based, David Jones. This film required a lush, detailed and multi-layered approach from all visual departments. As Director of Photography, Peter James had worked with Beresford on seven previous films, including Driving Miss Daisy. Felicity Abbott was responsible for production design, while Wendy Cork and Jen Lamphy and their teams had to dress, style and make up 50 characters and extras. David Jones has of course been modernised since 1959, but by an incredibly fortuitous coincidence, the seventh floor of the building had not been used as a trading floor for some time. But it was about to be renovated as part of the store's multi-million dollar redevelopment, The producers successfully secured approval from David Jones' management to film on the floor on one day, the day before the refurbishment started. Ladies in Black takes us back to a gentler time in Australian history. The film is populated by a cast of colourful characters at a time when so-called continentals were an exotic oddity. All the characters are decent. There are no scoundrels or villains in the piece, and yet it works quite magnificently capitalising upon our love of nostalgia. The performances of all the leads are top-notch and each is given their time to shine. That's one of the beauties of the screenplay. While the focus is on one and then another, the constant is not surprisingly the centrepiece of the movie, namely the youngster Lisa Miles. Angry Rice ensures she's totally endearing. Along with charm, Ladies in Black is also most amusing. I couldn't think of a better actor to play the knockabout Aussie bloke than Shane Jacobson, who makes Lisa's dad his own. He's hilarious. Noni Hazelhurst provides real polish as the stiff upper lip supervisor. Rachel Taylor works her magic on a single woman who has her head turned. And Julia Ormond is a breath of fresh air as a proud foreigner who loves Australia. Ladies in Black is sure to get adults of a certain generation cooing, as well it should, because it's a beautifully made Australian film with real heart. It scores an 8 out of 10. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.